0: and we're back week 18 at the Kennecook Institute back after three and a half weeks of Christmas break and I can really say enjoyed home mom I know you're listening and I miss your food but it's good to be back here learning and this week we learned about a lot of things and kind of dipped our toes in with the Enneagram day one and then really cannonballed straight into the deep end with what is God's will, situational ethics, and what is the Trinity. And so just to cannibal into the deep end with you of what we learned, starting in the back and working our way forward, first looking at the Trinity. And so the Trinity is a term used for God, that God is one, per, is one God, but in that one God, there are three persons. And so the word Trinity used to describe that is actually never found in the Bible, but the concept clearly is. In 1 Peter 1, 2, it says that according to the foreknowledge of God the Father and the sanctification of the Spirit for the obedience to Jesus Christ for the sprinkling with His blood. So we clearly see there's one God here, but there's three different persons. The Father is sovereign, the Son is sprinkling us with His blood, and the Spirit is sanctifying us from the inside. And so it's interesting... That when people were reading and learning from God, the, the concept of Trinity didn't even really occur to them until Jesus came onto earth, the incarnation, Jesus in flesh. Um, and then it became just this idea to explore that. Wait, we see all of this now Trinity concept and language that God has always existed as triune from the beginning of time. We see that in Genesis 1.1 when God says, let us make man in, in our own image. But when you have Jesus here on earth, you see plurality and as soon as you can have plurality you can have three persons and so God in three persons we see in Jesus even quoting Isaiah 61 and Luke 4 and says the spirit of the lord is upon me so we have one god and there's only one god and that father god the father is god eternally and god the son is god eternally and the spirit and god the spirit is god eternally but the father is not the son or the spirit and the son is not the father of the spirit and the spirit is not the father of the son and if you're confused I am too and it's Probably a good thing because we're human beings, and so no analogy is ever going to do this triune God, one God in three persons, justice. So instead, we get to continue learning about Him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, but know that we're never going to understand Him because I'm not God. And so when we look at God, though He has a, has a will of what's going to happen here on Earth, and so God's will, there's really three different ways to describe it: His sovereign will, His revealed will, and His specific will. His sovereign will is just that he's going to bring about his purposes here on earth. His ways are higher than our ways, to quote the psalm, and he can't be stopped, to quote Job, and his purposes will be established. So he has a plan for the fullness of time. We've seen him work that out through the story of Jesus and continue to work that out through the Holy Spirit inside of us. And then his revealed will is more specific instructions um, truths, if you will, that how we're to live, that we're to be set apart, that we are to be humble and to do justice, to honor and love all people, to do good if it isn't popular, to walk wisely, like Ephesians 5 says, and to continue to be transformed by the spirit, like Romans 12:2 says. And so we have these specific ways of how we're to live. But then you look at God's specific will, this idea of, I don't know what God's will is for me to go to college or where to live or what job to take. And there's nothing about scripture in that. There's nothing about that in scripture, and so instead of me just constantly dwelling, I can look now at the revealed will of God, how does he have me to live, and then apply that to situational ethics, this idea that there's tricky things on earth that the Bible doesn't specifically speak to, but it tells us truth about how we're to live. And so we we are residents here on earth, but we're ultimately citizens on heaven. But as I'm a resident on earth, I'm called to engage well. And so I'm called to fight for justice and I'm called to protect the oppressed and I'm called to seek truth, but it should never overshadow the transforming effect of the gospel on my life. That my life's anthem should be Second Corinthians 5:17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, He is a new creation. The old things have passed away, new things have come. And so from that point, when I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, that's the gospel, that Jesus Christ came and died for my sin, so I didn't have to, and He makes me new. Now suddenly, I stop viewing things from a human perspective. that there's a shift. And so as there's a shift, there's even a shift of how I look at myself. And so when we look at personality tools like the Enneagram, they are helpful, but they're really the gospel transforms. That I can use the Enneagram to recognize motivations, but it's never going to tell me exactly what to do. Just like God's Word won't tell me exactly what college to go to or what job to take. But instead, I get to look at God's Word and study His precepts day and night and see how Jesus lived, what Jesus taught, and what God has revealed in Scripture for me to study and ultimately pray for God to give me direction through the Holy Spirit. And so in this crazy time when we're looking for what God's will is, this triune God, who there's tricky things on earth that there's ethically hard to handle, I've been resting in the truth of Psalm 118.8, to 9 it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes that here on earth it might get fuzzy we don't know exactly what the right thing is but we get to pray to God who's above all things and before all things and trust him with our days with our country and ultimately our lives woof that was a lot and I genuinely just had to take the biggest breath after saying all of that and if you have any questions I'd love to talk about it call me at 317-442-1171 see you next week same time same place